Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast that unites two best friends on a quest to find the greatest movies of all time. My name is Aaron and each week I have the pleasure of talking movies and films with my best buddy James. Hello there. This week's no exception, we return after having a week off due to man flu. Man flu, Esther graduated, I had a party for her, I felt ill. You know, it's the party was that good. It was that good. It was a lot of things. It's life. 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 Life, life got fi- in the way. Life finds a way. It, not last week though, because we couldn't podcast. But yeah, so it doesn't always find a way. We, we reunited this week, and uh, for a new format, a little bit different. We uh, this podcast always balances between. I see like a couple of different narratives. It's either mm. like random film chat. You've seen stuff. I've seen stuff. Let's talk about stuff. Yeah, let's talk. New film comes out that we want to discuss, do a deep dive into. Let's review. Who's going to like it? Old school film that we're going to go back and revisit and do a play-by-play. Maybe our opinions have changed. Or utter nonsense. Our wheelhouse. Often the best ones. <laughs> it's like it's like when Top Gear used to do the special episode where they'd go away before the Grand Tour. And, you, and you're like, oh, it's my favourite episode. I'm with you. When they're going to Vietnam on motorbikes, it's a lot better than when they're talking about the new Passat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, here's a load of cars I'll never be able to afford. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that this week, what we're going to do is I'm going to just round up a lot of the news that's coming out. Obviously, Super Bowl's just happened. Prime time uh, product placement of new films and new products. So we're going to talk about some of that. And then I've done a bit of a, what, a spin on Sophie's Choice. Remember this, the Meryl Streep movie? How could you forget that? That film about the worst decision you can make, your child or your daughter. Yeah, I your think son or your picked, daughter, yeah. I think she pricks pretty quick. <laughs> well, she pricks one and then the other. She's like, there's my son. Daughter, if you were the son, you'd be like, the fuck you, dibs? You said me first. Dibs. <laughs> I get to survive. Um, similar to that, I'm going to put you, in, I've got you with a couple of, about 12 or 13, which one are you going to pick out of these scenarios? Um, the, the consequence being what you don't pick gets, gets blipped out of existence. <gasps> Everyone forgets it ever existed. So a lot of pressure on you, James, as I take you through those. That's going to be a bit of fun, and I'm obviously going to try and coax you like the demon that I am. But first, some news. Everyone likes the news. Fantastic Four. So it's very rare that the internet is correct. Like, Pascal has been, you know... He's been slated as Mr. Fantastic for quite a while. I'll be honest, I didn't think they were going to... I think Marvel wastes a lot of its heroes on its... Wastes a lot of its actors on its crap stars fantastic four is doesn't work it doesn't work it's the first family it is the first family it should work but it but let's be honest mate it don't work it's uh it's interesting i mean pedro pascal has really kind of put himself in that category of uh lone wolf and cub hasn't he and yeah you, you know what i mean it's like if you, if you need if you need an older silent person to escort someone young you, you get you know whether it's grogu or whether it's last of us he's kind of that's his niche at the moment his mm. market and getting his head crushed obviously in uh, in game of thrones but like, I think that's good. I did want John Krasinski, I'll be honest. I wanted John Krasinski because I feel like he's got more to give. Yeah. He's got more to give, mate. But I, I'll take Pedro. I'll, I'll take, take Pedro. Pedro. I think it's a good choice. I do think maybe he's wasted. Mm. Um, but then I don't think Fantastic Four's not going to... I don't think it's well, going to work. They have released the logo, which I do like, is an old kind of retro look. Have it's you not... seen the picture as well that they've released? I've not the seen The cartoon. It. So it's set in the, in the 60s. So which they... we said. Do you remember yeah. when we were going to cast it? And I believe I, I, my dream casting was George Clooney for an old oh, yeah, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. This is... Well, they, 
into the old Sawyer Massey maybe, podcast. Maybe maybe we've influenced Marvel at last. Yeah, maybe they're, they're, they're listening to us. I doubt it. Because well, Iron Man three still exists, and, and we're going to get onto the Marvel soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Pedro, Pedro. I mean, he's hot. Why wouldn't you get Pedro Pascal? You've got to snap him up at some point. I imagine the reason they're locking him in now is they're going to need him for the next ten years. Yep. For potential sequels, Avengers: Infinity War, uh, um, uh, Secret Wars, Secret Wars, then Kang it's... Dynasty. If that still happens, obviously they're looking now at recasting. Do you think he might have gone villain-wise? Because, you know, everyone's talking about, obviously, they've dropped John May- uh, Majors, Myers, Mayers, Majors, yeah, Majors. Yeah. They've dropped him, and there's now talk of maybe Doctor Doom being given. I generally thought I looked at Pascal, and I thought maybe he's got a villain running him. He could stick around for a while. I know Doctor Doom's a big villain in the comic book world. Every yeah. time we've seen him on a big screen, a bit of a fart. Well, I don't know who's... I don't know who's uh, Who's going for it? You know, I know, I know Ben, ben Middle, Men, Mendelssohn wants it. Okay. But obviously, he's, he's, he's played a Skrull recently. He has. Um, but the Skrulls imitate people. <gasps> oh, my God. So, but then surely everyone would be like, aren't you Dr. Doom from the 60s? <laughs> ben Mendelssohn. <laughs> but I know he's he's a massive comic book like fan. And in an interview, they're like, he years ago was saying like, you've got to get Dr. Doom right. In in comic book literature, he's the he's the OG like villain. You know, like he's the one you've got to get. I do want to see that in my lifetime. In a, in a series that I'm still kind of hoping gets better. I think the, the phase four mate is is a squib. The 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 thing though as well is is it's just going to put more distance between like reality and whatever cluster mess Ant Man three was. Yeah. So so like they're going to go off on a narrative now and and they're going to change it and they wanted to change it apparently in Loki because of the right strikes they couldn't do the reshoots so I think they were wanting to retcon it then and they were like well we're going to just have to air what we've done and. Um, because obviously Loki's playing around with the timeline, so that would have been the optimal chance to change something. Did you finish Loki? Uh, I did, yeah. I didn't mind it, yeah. Is, is Loki done now? Is Loki's character got a full arc? Because without going into too many spoilers, he, he comes full circle. Yeah, he? but you're not letting go of Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, surely there's a there's there's a route back. Yeah, you you got to keep some of those, because you've not got your Chris Evans, your Robert Downey Jr. At some point, Chris Evans going to say enough's enough. He's just he should. I'm sorry. I, it, the whole state of things, especially what I've seen recently. Don't worry, we're going to. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think uh, I don't know. I, it's going to make Ant Man three look really ridiculous when you had all them Kangs and all that kind of like you know big hoo ha around how it was going to happen. And then the scene of them all losing the shit, and it's yeah. just like, oh no, I, never mind. So <laughs> I right, try and. Because they've got to come back at some point. I don't know. Anyway, there's a mess. There's a mess there that people who earn a lot more than I can sort out. Vanessa Kirby. Great choice. Uh, Jason Statham's twin. Never forget. Yeah, never forget. <laughs> I thought it was Jason Statham. I was like, bold. <laughs> bold as the invisible woman. That's the world we live in, is that uh, Hobbs and Shaw try to convince us that uh, Vanessa Kirby and Jason Statham were twins. <laughs> they, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> They're twins like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, twins, yeah. mate. And, and maybe Jason Momoa at one point was rumoured. Yeah. Oh, man. Vanessa Kirby, who's easily got 20 years younger than Jason Statham. But yeah, I think that's a great casting. I agree. Phenomenal in the in the um, Mission Impossible movies. I, I think that's, there's a there's a tour de force there, a tour de force there as Marvel's first lady. Uh, Joseph Quinn, talking hot. He Hellfire himself. From uh, Stranger Things. So this is the one that a lot of people have been against. They were like, oh, I don't really see him being Johnny Storm. And I was like, I disagree. I, I, I think that's a great choice. It's the right kind of cock, if you read. You know, because mm. I think Chris Evans did an all right job of me hating Johnny Flame in the Jessica Alba era. I don't of. know, though, if they're going to make Johnny Flame like that. I don't know if they're going to make him some, like, pumped up, like, sex-driven. Like, that, that seems very... 
you know early 2000s yeah that's a good point actually i think they'll make him the you know like the 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 younger angsty he's the Raphael in teenage mutant ninja Turtles. oh my god great callback can he be part of the four i think they'll keep that part of the narrative but i don't think they're gonna make him like you know giving his number to oh ladies god. every two oh my seconds. god you're so hot thank you yeah now watch me skate skateboard down down what's it called it's never called forget snowboard that's the one <laughs> He um, was Captain America, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. And then never uh, the, the, the fourth and final, The Thing, Eben Moss Bukarak, Bukarak, I don't know how you pronounce it. I genuinely think that might be the best casting of that, all. That is very, very good. Chiglis announced last week that he knew who it was and people would like it. Yeah. Because there's rumours that Chiglis is in Deadpool 3. I'm going to tell you now, I want Chiglis in Deadpool 3. And I, if they had recast him as a thing, I'd be actually happy yeah. with that. But he has to keep his quite clearly foam suit. So what, yeah. <laughs> I don't want any CGI bollocks. I want, I want definite foam suit. So what they've done is, really clever with Deadpool 3 just on the tangent there is that um, because of all this, this the uh, on-scene photos that have been released they have sparked rumours they've been doing fake ones which means one of these has to be real yes. they're, they're trying to hide and bluff with all these others I want the Chigless. I want the Chigless. I uh, Ben Affleck's dead. Uh, dead. I want. I don't yeah. want that to be fake. I want that. There's also. But well, one of the big rumors that started off was that they had Pyro from the original X Men, and he's in the trailer. He that is was in the trailer. So, so, that's, that's, so yeah. there are some definite ones in there. I'm so excited. I don't really. I just think it's when we something changed many years ago. The MCU realized that it could do both. We lived in a world where movie companies told us what they wanted mm. and then they realised that audiences drive content Yeah, we got things we wanted let's be honest no one in the world likes Superman versus Batman but we all went to the cinema to watch it because mm. we've always wanted to see that turns out we didn't <laughs> <laughs> but now this is perfect Deadpool 3 is like I think the pinnacle of that it's Ryan Reynolds who whilst not really the greatest actor he knows what audiences want and he's great at selling himself we wanted Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman was done he's like I've, I've done my time as Wolverine I want to move on comes back for his friend mm. We've already got, you know, hints that the mutants are going to appear in the MCU. Don't worry, we'll get on to we'll the get <laughs> um, But I'm actually very excited for a film in a franchise that I'm, I'm kind of like very tired of. But Deadpool 3 comes out, mate, I'll be there. I'll, I'll be, be watching there. it. It's going to be fun yeah. to watch. The trailer was brilliant. And I think if Chiglis is in it, mate, I'll be happy as punch. Well, I do know our good friend, uh, Mr. Kareem Mafous, is, is getting premiere tickets on yes, opening night in your local In my local cinema. IMAX, yeah. so let's get them booked in. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm all over Deadpool 3. That was on my notes uh, at the bottom, but whilst we're on it, I think the trailer looks glorious. It, it looks funny. It's... Already fourth wall breaks, like in the opening 20 seconds. Don't give you know. up the Jackman, give up the sideburns, though. That was nice. Yeah. I love I, the sideburns. The, the, the rumours as well, I'm all for it. My, my newsfeed the morning after was not on the Super Bowl final or what Taylor Swift might have been wearing. What did did she do all right, Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift won the, won the Super she, Bowl. She, I she won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, um, but it was lit up on, on speculation and rumour. And it got me back to like, you know, Star Wars rumours and it got me back to like, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming like rumours and all that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, I hope this comes true and and uh, yeah, maybe there is something about Daniel Radcliffe maybe being in this film. I, that's, do you want, I want to see that? I want to see, I want him to be the next Wolverine. A handoff. It could I be, do. it could be, this could be it. And also, I feel like every face should have Idris Elba because I was thinking on the drive here to Lincoln, I was like, you know, he was Heimdall and I loved Heimdall yeah. and Heimdall gets the worst character ending. He spends his entire like MCU looking yeah. You know, he's looking. He's looking out for danger. He's looking out for people. He's quite crap at his job. Like, like multiple <laughs> things attack Asgard. But then when he breaks away from it, he's in Ghost Rider 2. Oh, bless. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. Idris Elba needs to be in it for other than the fact that he hasn't had a go yet. 
And also, what I love about Heimdall, I know we're going on. A, I've gone off on one here. No, he's in the afterlife. He's still the doorman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never, yeah. we never talked yeah. about that. It's like he's still not allowed. <laughs> I just want to go wrong comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Um, I think Deadpool 3's got me, it, it, it's got its claws in me. I, this, I I think they're doing the smart thing as well, is that they're not, th- this isn't going to be Hugh Jackman's Wolverine that we know, or the Hugh Jackman Wolverine that certainly perished at the end of Logan. Yeah. With the yellow suits, this looks like the 96 um, Wolverine. So a different kind of canon of Wolverine. So it's still Jackman's face, but I don't think it's going to disrupt any of those precious memories of you know films like X-Men Last Stand, which, yeah, exactly. you know, never forget. Can I just say, though, going back to Fantastic Four, there's something that does worry me. Like, I think the casting's brilliant. It's mm. on point. But I don't know. I'm going to take you back now to 2015 when the cast of Fanfortistic oh, yeah. was announced. It was Miles Teller, yeah. Kate Mara, Michael, Michael B. Jordan, B. Jordan yeah. and Jamie Bell. Like, four of the next generational talent. And that turned out to be the worst of them. Yeah, so well, that's, that's the one. That's the one where... Uh, what, what was who? What was the, the lady's name who played Miss Fantastic? Kate, Katie Mara. Kate Mara, Kate yeah. Mara, so she was in, like, um, American Horror Story and stuff. Yeah, and she and was, uh, House of Cards, wasn't she? She was in House of Cards. The first season, she was brilliant just before Redacted. Yeah. yeah with Redacted. Everywhere. So um, th- that's the film where they got her to the reshoots and she changed the haircut. So there's, yeah, there's just it. loads of scenes <laughs> with like a wig on, and you're like, "What's that?" It's like in my top three, that and um, the fake baby in American Sniper. The yeah. Bradley Cooper, yeah. like all of a sudden forgets how to hold a baby, <laughs> <laughs> swinging it around his head. It's like what? <laughs> um, yeah, that that film was that was a mess. That was. And I, I love geeking out with you, and I love it. I don't have Netflix anymore. I don't know if you've seen. Um, I hope the audiences have those. On Netflix, the Batman, the original animated series on it, it's one of my favourite yeah. animated series of all time. But Disney Plus are bringing back X-Men, this cartoon from 97. Yeah. Same uh, 96, continuity. Yeah, the, the, 96. Yeah. I am so... That's... Do you know what we talk about? And it's a phrase I learned from you. It's like hoarding, gatekeeping. And like mm. the Star Wars, when we had that conversation on this podcast, it made me realise that I do kind of gatekeep Star Wars, even from you, because I liked it young and you came to it late. And I was like, it's not yours, it's mine. Yeah. What I love about that is gatekeeping is definitely a thing. And Disney Plus for 97 have gone, good. <laughs> like, this is for me. This isn't for kids now, it's for me. And I thank them for that. I'm so, that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, it, I mean, maybe it's going to work because, you know, you've got to look at Kevin Swift taking on the He-Man franchise. I do want to get into and, that. And well. trying to, um, I, I can never remember what, what order it is. There's, there's Revelations, I think is the new one, which is critically acclaimed at the moment. Like, it's, 98% of Rotten Tomatoes it was in the top 10 fans are loving the 5 part one that he's just dropped but the series he dropped last year the 10 part got slated yeah I do remember saying um, and it does seem that I don't know but it looks like he kind of went away from trying to evolve them characters to kind of going oh no no let's just let's just play with them toys how they're meant to be played with so here's an interesting point is when we were growing up we'd never have like this type of filmmaking and what I mean by that is um, let's use um Christopher Nolan's Batman. He had three goes at it, yeah. and he probably completed one of the best trilogies of comic book films, and he left it. And then it was on to Ben Affleck, and then it was on to Robert Pattinson. But now we've seen that movie techniques and, and movie <clears throat> studios are more focused on bringing back heroes from yesteryear. And we get uh, Michael Keaton coming back. Now, it was in a dog fire of a film. And when I say dog fire, we say dog's dinner or dumpster fire. It was so it bad, was, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it was really good to get that. What, and now, like, the main uh, studios are actually giving us content driven from then. So I'm kind of looking forward to the future and wondering what heroes from yesteryear I'm going to see again in a new life. Yeah. And it all started, go back a few weeks ago, when for some reason Sylvester Stallone thought the world was ready for another Rocky film mm. and then brought out the franchise um, Apollo. Oh, sorry, Creed. Always yeah. do that. Amazing. 
it's crazy, mate. I do think, though, with that Flash movie, it is lucky that Ezra Miller went back to uh, the Michael Keaton world and it, it wasn't Adam West's. You know I mean, we missed out on a blinder of a because I mean, I mean, and, and, and you know, I know that since Adam West has passed, but that you know, can imagine being paired up with with, with that version of Batman. Pam. I'll get my shock spray. Why <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doesn't Batman dance anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Shannon Zod comes down, is like, what fuck it, fuck? I'll leave this. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> Why has that clown got a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, Fantastic Four looks great. Other news. Prey director Dan Treckenberg, Treckenberg, I don't know how to pronounce him, sorry, apologies, um, is confirmed to make the next Predator movie, Predator Badlands. So this is, there's still going to be, it's going to be historic though, isn't it? It's still not going to be the same period. Not 1719, uh, as was Prey, uh, but yeah, very likely they'll be connected. I adore, I think what they did with Prey was actually phenomenal. And I feel like we didn't, Praise, we praised Prey, yeah. but Prey was so good. Let's be honest, Predator 1 was brilliant. Mm. Predator 2, I like, but it's not a great film. And then after that, dog shit. Dog shit yeah. <laughs> but Prey was brilliant. Yeah. Like, yeah. And people talking about new characters. I, do you even actually, I don't, I don't remember the female protagonist's name, but she was badass. She was the equal of the Predator. Yeah. Take it away from the modern guns and things. It was, it was hunting. It was like the original Hunters versus mm. the Space Age Hunter. It was amazing. I absolutely adored for, uh, Prey. Yeah, I, I did. I, I mean, I, the, the rumours going around that it, you know, point it in a, like a kind of um, old, old school Japanese kind of samurai uh, time sounds utterly awesome. Because I don't know if I want to... I, I need to see Ninjas versus the Predator. I do. I think now that you've said that, we all need to see Ninjas versus Predator. But there is a part of me that's also like, let's take... Let, let's not go completely off-world, but let's let's have it in space. Yeah. There's another part of that that I like. The Predator can't go can't go too rogue because he'll end them all. If yeah. it's on like a space station or something like that. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I, I think I mean, it's in safe hands. And, that, that, you know, that is... That's... That that's uh, linking to my next point is when you put a film in the hands of someone who gets the audience, yes. you get really really good material. When you put a film in the hands of someone who doesn't know their audience, i.e., Sony, you get Madam <laughs> Web. Can, can can I just say one thing? That's good in theory. That works unless you get Shane Black, who obviously oh yeah, who obviously yeah. did Predator, made it what it is, but then came back for the Predator, the Predator, yeah, <laughs> and and shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and do you everyone's, know what, allowed, everyone's allowed an off day. Do you know what though? I the thing about Predator when we when we and so the Predator, so not the Agent Brody one because that's the one that I think a lot of people go to. That's Predators. That gave us Mahershala Ali though. Went on to win two Oscars. Yes, it did. Um, and it gave us crazy Larry Fishburne who's been crazy ever since. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Predator, mm. which had uh, Sterling K. Brown in it, it did. Who, when we did a ones to watch episode, was one of my ten people to say that guy will win an Oscar. Oscar nominated he this Oscar year. Nominated. They if won't you, win it because Robert Downey Jr. is up for it. That's what he said. He said he yeah. won't win it, but he wants to be part of the conversation. I love that. He's so happy mm. in his Oscar photo as well. He's next, very good. Next to the guy who smuggled in a Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> He's very, very good. And and I think, um, yeah, I, I, you know, Oscars always get it wrong. And, and Oscars, are, the Academy's even come out now, haven't they? And said kind of, they, they, they judge the vote sometimes on pre-work as well because yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's best work was not everything everywhere all at once it wasn't it's good she's great in it yeah but her best you know you, are you saying that's better than her performance in Halloween are you saying that's better than her performance in Freaky Friday 
Yeah. I did wonder where you were going because I, I was like, I was like, right, okay, I'll, I'll give you Halloween, but where next? <laughs> Do you judging on Halloween resurrection? Are you saying that's better? Are you saying, that's, saying better? that's better in trading places? H two O, like virus. <laughs> shout! <laughs> did, did you see, yeah, that's a good shout. But the, the Academy Awards kind of like coming out now, saying like, oh no, it's, it's kind of on, it's on their body of work as well as that year. So that's probably why Danny Junior will get it. I, I think he'll get it because having seen. Oppenheimer, he deserves it. Yeah. He was so good, and he's a villain against act. The, 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 no, do you know what I talked about Oppenheimer all mm. the time. He every minute he's given, he's brilliant and yeah. really owns that. Next bit of news was move over Morbius because Sony have <laughs> Sony have overdone it themselves with Madam Web disappointing everyone apparently even disappointed the cast yeah. who were lied to and they thought they'd be part of the MCU we'll take that out dear back and I, shoot him <laughs> no I don't know what you're wrong I think Hollywood Hollywood gets his casting correct all the time now I'm only basing this on the 96 Spider-Man cartoon but I think she does a really good job as a blind 96 year old woman <laughs> no the uh, um, I mean I'm, I've not been a fan of Dakota Johnson like ever since I've since anything really I mean I like some films she's been a part of like Peanut Falcon I think it's an amazing film. She, uh, you, this is where we'll disagree, but but, but I, you recognise the work that she does is good, but she doesn't... It, it's not because of her. Like, I'll always go Bad Times at the Old Royale, which is a brilliant yeah. film, and she's really good in it, but she's not the reason it's brilliant. It's probably because of, like, John Hamm or the sister. You know, yeah. those are the characters that stick out. Bridges was in that as well, wasn't he? He was in that. And obviously Chris Hemsworth towards the end. She was in, in that movie as well, that actually I was quite fond of with Olivia Coleman, the one on the the, hol- the Greek holiday one. I can't remember what it was called. It's on Netflix. I do know which one. She's very mean. good in that. I, I just there's something about her. It's like if we needed if we needed to bottle smug, <laughs> I think we need to follow her. Do you know what I mean? And and she's a Nepo baby. Like, you know, her, there is that question of if her dad wasn't Don Johnson, would she have the career that she's had? No. I don't think she would. <laughs> no. Um, you know, not, you know, but she's she's slating the film on the press junket. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, the problem with these movies is, you know, one it, it, the studio tells you what to do, you've got to do it. It kind of waters down and washes away any credibility you have for artists when or actors that are being paid millions. We say, oh, yeah, I had to do this for... Yeah, I only got five million to do this, you know, to be looked after and catered for and all this kind of thing. And yeah, she's really not selling the film. And, and like I said, she's been very vocal about the rewrites, the changes to the script, the fact that they were told one thing. But every critic I've seen who's seen it uh, is, is saying it's absolutely rubbish. So, you know, going to cinema is a hardship nowadays. And by hardship, I mean, you've got, you've, for example, got to look after, someone's got to look after your child. You know, it's expensive mm. in Lincoln. Um, I, this is the only film I actually wanted to go see I had Morbius fever I was like I want to go see how bad it is on mm. the big screen I want to support it so someone somewhere goes maybe we should do Mad <laughs> too. <laughs> but but not even I sunk that low I wonder if she's trying to protect her future earnings and she's like I'm in a dog shit film kind of I feel like she's been wasted but I feel like you know when Sony comes out Sony's big thing is Spider-Man and I think they actually do a pretty good job mm. I, I haven't seen a Spider-Man film I really detest even the third one which is a joke it's still quite fun yeah um, Tobey Maguire was very good Andy Garfield I quite liked him I, I think you've got to say that with the with the uh, with the relationship they had with the MCU the Spider-Man Tom Holland's really worked and was brilliant and opened up to some great villains mm. uh, Jay Gyllenhaal I always thought was a bit over the hill not over the hill had missed his shot and then he's mysterious he's great he's fun he's banterful mm. it was it was pretty good bringing back the villains from Tobey Maguire's like let's be honest they were brilliant seeing Doc Ock uh, Alfred Molina that was brilliant Venom the first one was pretty good then after that it, it, the second one was not that good I, I mean thought, they wasted carnage yeah they wasted carnage but, but that's the problem they, they waste 
when you're reading the comic books, or when you're watching Tom Holland, or when you're watching uh, Tom Hardy, are you going, I, I want to know about a woman with very vague powers. <laughs> Apparently, the powers aren't consistent throughout. So I'm thinking, bearing in mind that Sony has a history of wasting great ideas, and I'm, I'm genuinely thinking about... Uh, Matt Smith mm. in Morbius maybe she's seen that and gone I need to protect myself <laughs> I'm like this film is shit Isn't I was lied to please don't judge me on this judge me on Fifty Shades of Grey but then, but then you're saying that but surely she 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 said the lines like she said the script you know like <laughs> she's to play there's that bit in the there's that bit in the trailer where it's like he knew my mother when she was in the Amazon researching spiders just before she died it's like the longest line of bullshit ever it's the best line surely she read that script and went no and and I think I think this is where Hollywood gets actors is because it's like yes you've done you know you want to do them indie films and you want to uh, us to finance them because you're attached to them free for you one for me you have to do this movie and yeah. that's why Adam Driver is fighting dinosaurs on spaceships you know and, and planets because he wanted to divorce because <laughs> he wanted to divorce yeah, Scarlett Johansson yeah because he wants to do those marriage films, story yeah. and he wants to do those films so you know so the studio eventually is going to be like we've we've let you do all of them films and we've you know we've backed you with it now you've got to do this one because Madam Web will will make its profit back because of how because it's a, cause it's a superhero yeah you know which is sad you know but you're right I mean if if going to the cinema now is 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 is, is a luxury you know in, in a in a time of such need and such cost fucking hell I'd be right disappointed if that's what I spent my time on my child free evening <laughs> Madam Web um, you would have never gone though no, like, like Deco Johnson I'll tell you what though when it's on I'll be the first to fucking watch it when it comes on telly I still don't watch Morbius I'm oh, scared mate, it's brilliant I'm scared it's so brilliant it's br- <laughs> Matt Smith knew what he was doing um, Will Smith confirms I Am Legend 2 with Michael B. Jordan couldn't give a toss I love Michael B. Jordan I feel like Will Smith is is, is He's got stink on him, mate. And I, he should probably shouldn't have assaulted another member of, another <laughs> on, member, telly. on telly. And then sat back down and then got an award. <laughs> yeah, this, all of that situation is weird. It's like, it's like, like the Grammy. Like Kanye West went up there years ago and stopped the... Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift and gave that speech. And it's all anyone talks about. And he is a joke. I know he's a joke for other reasons, yeah. but that never left him. Will Smith is then expected to like, I'll just carry on my career. No, yeah. <laughs> you're an idiot. I, I, it is, it is odd, isn't it? It's, it's a hypocrisy at the highest order, isn't it? Michael B. Jordan needs to stay away. Michael B. Jordan is, is. It, I even say that he's not the next big thing. He's it. He is because of his age and because of the aging class of Hollywood. He's going to be the alias celebrity in like ten years. He'll be the guy, the guy, the Oscar he winner. He doesn't need this unless, unless the film is Will Smith setting him up. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, like Will Smith's in the first chapter and it's over to you, Michael B. Jordan. Like, I, I, what if he gives a speech though? Like, I hate when they do a little nod. Sometimes it's either the best thing or the worst thing. Like when Wesley Snipes is broken out in the Expendables, and go, what were you in jail for? And he goes, tax evasion. That's a nice little wink. Yeah. But then when, but when like Michael Jordan's like, where you been? It was like, oh, I hit this rock. And you'd be like, boo, <laughs> get out, boo. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The only thing I'm interested in is, is are they going to keep the graphics the same as the early 2000s? Yes. Because if they are, I'm all for it. Because they, they need to, otherwise you wouldn't, the world building is not correct. No, because it's like if you ever did I, uh, I Robot as well, don't advance the technology. That film was fine how it was. Keep the robots yeah. exactly as they were. <laughs> exactly you know. as they were. Um, David Leach, who directed Bumblebee and is the manager or co-owner of Leica uh, Stop Motion Animation Studios, which we love, yeah. is in talks to make the next live-action He-Man movie. Nice. Masters of the Universe, yeah. Uh, Rumours are that it takes place. It's a young Adam, crash landing to Earth, gets... Um, uh, he gets separated from the sword. Decades pass, reunited, but obviously things have been happening in Eternia in that time. Oh, no. I imagine a certain 
<laughs> so <laughs> calcium fied man has taken the throne and he needs to go back and give a whooping. The only I'm thing I can think it. of is if they keep the original cast. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> Just the original cast. Yeah. Oh, uh, really nice as well. It's right. So the cinema is kind of dying, and I don't like that. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but the cinema is on its. It's not on its way out. The tendencies are low, mm. so that means that people are less likely to make big decisions on gambles, gambles like this. But it is quite nice to see that they're still going for it. I respect that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Unless I mean, it goes straight to Netflix. I don't have But Netflix. then people have 50-inch, 60-inch, 70-inch TVs now, don't they? And surround mm. sounds and the hue lighting. And why would you leave the comfort of your own zone, home You know, when, when in very much it is a cinematic experience nowadays? Can I just go completely off topic here? So in Sheffield, just eat. And or Deliveroo, right? You can get, you can get. I swear to God, snacks from the Odeon. Oh. Yeah, right. Like, like, bear in mind, one of the problems with the cinema is that I'm not spending ten pound on popcorn. <laughs> what? Bring the nightmare home. <laughs> you thought a film? Maybe you'd like some oh, overpriced popcorn. It's stale here as well. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was amazed, yeah. mate, because I was looking for a hot dog, and it was like, I typed the hot dog was the Odeon. I was like, maybe you'd like the Odeon. Maybe I'd like to. Um, Sam Jackson, uh, not so much as hints that he wants to do Mace Window. Uh, he tells the studio he wants to do it. He's not dead, he shouts in an interview. So when we asked about Mace Window and whether he could possibly be alive, he said he's not dead and he said he wants to do it. He's just waiting for Disney to call him. It's going to happen. I don't want them to. We've seen, we've seen, not only have we seen this exact situation, we've seen the exact situation where a younger Samuel L. Jackson pretended to be much younger. Well, I know. I imagine this would be Sam Jackson at his age. Oh, do you think it's not like a... I don't, oh, he's not dead, so he... What? He's just, where's he been? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm actually reading the Mace Windu comic books that have uh, just recently been released that uh, tell a bit of his backstory and his narrative. Very, very likely that he's been imprisoned and that it'll start with him being uh, breaking out of it. Ooh. And so he's missed a lot of the, the kind of stuff in the interim. Convenient. Would put him in the timeline, though, probably around the the the, uh, the Grogu era. So he would maybe link him with Mandalorian storylines, possibly, potentially, I don't know. No maybe interest would... whatsoever. Like, completely, we're, at, we're at odds here. I imagine you'd like to see it. Mace Window was great, but, but mm. he's great for two things. He had a purple lightsaber. And, and he it was gets Sam Jackson. And he gets and it's Sam Jackson and he gets thrown out of a building like pretty epically, yeah. I'd point out. Like he's so close to stopping the Star Wars saga. He's like <laughs> within an inch of, of stopping it. But he turns his back on the guy who's already proven that he can't be trusted. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, no, I'm gonna kill him. Oh no, you can't, the courts. No, I'm gonna do it because you know all these No. <laughs> it's absolutely stupid. But look, Palpatine like fell from much bigger height and tra- just transferred his body before he hit the ground. So, uh, not enough people talked about that, did they? Not only, <laughs> not only did he transfer, but he was able to transfer himself to a bit of space that no one's ever seen yeah. before. And also, no, wait, he, hold on. Do you not? Do you not have a corpse laying around ready for you in case <laughs> you need to just? No, so, yeah. so I rewatched that a few months ago, and because I think it's the worst. <laughs> he's, he's, the, the episode nine, <coughs> the rise of Skywalker, is, yeah. is dog shit. It's so bad. But there's even a line in it where they go to Poe, and Poe genuinely says the line, "He's come back somehow." <laughs> not even the writers tried. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, wanted, I wanted to like it so much. I, I did. And I just remember halfway in the cinema being like, we're in the ninth film. It's the ninth fucking film. Why are we, why are we like in a sandworm hole? <laughs> like, what, what's, what's this dagger that we have never seen before? It's a map. Um, yeah. What is this about? And, uh, the, the, you know, the big hit recently has been the Godzilla minus one. Everyone's saying, like, back to Godzilla, how it should be. Everyone's praising it. Everyone's looking at the Americans like, what is that mess that you've been churning since the Broderick era? 
and now all this, you know, like, you know, you've got Godzilla and somehow Millie Bobby Brown's at the center of it. Yeah. And well, hold my beer. Godzilla in Kong are back. What, this is the worst time to drop a Godzilla trailer. Fighting slightly bigger Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Described, and I love this, as a buddy cop movie. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's amazing. What yeah. I love about this is no one's going to take Kong seriously unless you give him a metal arm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a big part of the trailer. He's upgraded. <laughs> also, Godzilla is no longer spewing out red. He's, or is he spewing out red now and he's spewing out blue? Evolving. He's, he's a bit pink, bait. apparently, yeah. pink. He's, uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's tone dead, isn't it? You know, if you think America's like, oh, Godzilla's really popular again because, like, you know, the Japanese cinema did it right. Hold my coat. <laughs> Watch this. Hold my, hold my big gulp. Because this is how you're not going to do it. I, I mean... I don't know about you, but I hope there's more storyline. Like, what I loved about the last one is they're travelling through the centre of the earth because, because Hollow Earth oh, is a shit, thing that's yeah, just that accepted. Happened, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, also Millie, Millie, Billy Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. She's in Japan with some other characters yeah. trying to prove that... Mecha, Mecha's at Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla's around. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you remember? No, I tried to forget it. Actually, Skull yeah. Island's Skull Island's dying. Oh, yeah. It's never explained. Because oh, it's gone now. Because he lives all the, in the center of the earth. It goes all the way back to the Tom Hiddleston one, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, because you remember they go to the center of the earth because someone has an opinion and a millionaire like is like, oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted them to go there and it'd be like, no, the earth fucking solid, you prick. <laughs> Turn back. Yeah, I probably would go watch it though. Yeah, me too. Abigail. Have you seen the trailer for this? No. Vampire Ballerina. New. It's a new mon- Universal Monster movie. Oh. From uh, Radio Silence. So they're the group that have done Scream 5, Scream 6, uh, Ready or Not. Kind of have their finger on the pulse of new horror. If it's not Bloomhouse, it's probably I'd Radio Silence. All those films you've just mentioned I actually really like. Yeah. I, I do this. You know, the, the, there have been some good horrors recently with a kind of bit of a social narrative around them. Kind of a bit more meta and a bit more complex, which I like in a horror. I, I think, do you know what? The last Scream movie was actually a pretty good film for yeah. that. That kind of commentary, that kind of inverting on his head despite the ending and you knowing it all the killers and yeah. who they were. Yeah. Well, this this looks all right. So this is um, a bunch of people being put into a house, being told, very House on the Hill, uh, House on the Hill-esque, you know, survive the night, you know, if you're still here in the morning. Uh, and course the most uh non-threatening in that house is a young girl uh who is a vampire Obviously. so you know the trailer is you know her kind of tiptoeing with a tutu but also covered in blood but it they, you know it could it could start that universe off of saying actually now let's start getting werewolves and vampires and creature from the black lagoon and let's start getting all these crossed over into a universe which i am all for i i want i think that's a natural progression Someone's and and, going to do and it. I want it non A listed. I love that you know the characters, you know actors like Samantha Weaving will probably be in this because again that's kind of Radio Silence go to cast. And I like that when a studio kind of works with certain names. But you know I think in reflection, yeah, probably probably not getting Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe in this universe because they're too big. It's, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in every film, you know, other than other than obviously. Uh, 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 Tropic Thunder, but just saying that if you'd watch this film more or less, if it was Gabigail was cast as Tom Cruise. Oh no! If it was, if we, yeah, <laughs> if it was Tom Cruise the tutor, you'd be all over. I'd be all over it then, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I want this. I want you know the kind of up and coming actors. You know, uh, you know, young cast. Horror but, used to mean something in this world. Yeah, bring back, bring back those horror icons. Twisters, mate. Do you know when you see a trailer and you're like, I didn't realise that I wanted to see this film 
I, I never there was a film out there that whetted the appetite that I didn't even realise I mm. saw the trailers for that and I was disappointed when the S at the end came mm. and I was like why isn't it a shot for shot remake of I the nice little twister twisters plural dangerous twist. well, I'm going to tell you now mate I've seen the original twister there's multiple twisters <laughs> I mean Daisy Edgar Jones Glenn Powell modern day storm chasers it's still a job it's still a job it's still a job they, studying but, wind pattern but that was nearly 30 years ago they're yeah. using the same fucking equipment yeah. I hope it's still Pepsi made, cans I genuinely I hope it's still made of Pepsi cans oh I tell you what I'm going to open wine and gobble this up because it's good looking people who eat danger for breakfast <laughs> it's like the film you want to go to the cinema and watch in the summer you always forget when you watch the first twist is that like Philip Seymour Hoffman and you're like oh my yeah. god future I can't wait to see this and, and think of all the actors in it which one is going to regret this film the most <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes down to a leather belt really? well Bill Paxton and, of course it did like the, the, yes. the, you know that leather belt held strong the cow didn't the cow that it's made of we clearly see get taken away oh my god it's, it's in life it's the smallest things that make a difference <laughs> I reckon in Twisters it'll be like a pin. Yeah. <laughs> My daddy made this pin. I, I'm, I'm all for it because I just need to see the excuse for them to drive into a Twister. Yeah. <laughs> There's no logical reason. Apparently, the storyline is Daisy Edgar-Jones wants out. She doesn't want the danger, but she's pulled back in. What do you, what do you mean the storyline? <laughs> <laughs> Wind. Is it something with like Godzilla versus like, I've got the storyline. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just have them batter each other. It's a hurricane. It's a twister. It's a cyclone. It's a crossover of worlds. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh my God, is it a hurricane? Is it a tornado? We don't know it's a twister. It says yeah. in the, it says <laughs> in the title, it's a twister. I wonder, do, do you know what my favourite thing about it is as well? The, the original. Mm. Is at the, uh, the beginning of the third act a twister kills the mummy, the mummy figure for the entire crew. Yeah. Like, you need a reason to get to hate twisters. <laughs> yeah. It's just like in a shark film when it kills us all. It's like, no, I've got a reason to hate sharks. Yeah, you did anyway. <laughs> they, they, they killed the people. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. What happens, if they, what happens if they go into it and, and he didn't know it was a shared universe with, with Superman and Kevin Costner's in there? Oh, <laughs> My son's not Superman. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense for me to watch me die. I've always, I always want like films to do that, like you know, just cross over, like with, for no reason. For no reason, yeah. Just, just you know, like one of them be you like uh, reading a newspaper and it's like uh, Mr. Freeze is finally put in jail, and, and it's just a newspaper headline. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this, this. This rom-com is in the same world as that so, Batman So like, so like you're watching while you were sleeping and there's a scene where, you know, it's cold and she puts a coat on and, yeah. and then you see in the background, it's like, Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze have been... Is it Mr. Freeze? It's Dr. Freeze, surely. It's Mr. Freeze. Yeah, but he's a doctor. <laughs> I just realised that. Surely he's a doctor. Yeah, that's why he's mad. Yeah, yeah that's bollocks. <laughs> Apparently he's a jewel thief as well. Because <laughs> he designed the suit. He thought, <laughs> he thought I, know, I know what this suit needs. One of the rarest minerals on the world yeah. to run. Yeah, Not like garbage or anything. Petrol. <laughs> I don't want to be flammable. Jesus. <laughs> Give me that diamond. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I, I, I want to see them cross over. <laughs> you know, like if you're just watching like something really stupid, like, I don't know, America Pie 6. Or something yeah. like, and then just one of them goes, God, can you remember... Can you remember that Independence Day in the nights? <laughs> can, 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 can you remember, fucking remember can, can when remember the aliens came? <laughs> <laughs> Just a throwaway moment. Like Cindy's never been the same. <laughs> she lost her mum at the Empire Stable and she had a big sign. She was saying welcome. <laughs> My fuck's the shit out. Like I'd watch the whole film for that comment. It's the I mean? weirder the film, the better as well. Like if you're watching The Breakfast Club and you just see the the Batman symbol <laughs> in the background, it's like, oh Batman's off again. Or oh. you're watching like a really cute indie drama. You know, really nice. <laughs> right at the end, one of them just snaps away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of them blips. No, yeah, he goes in for the kiss and goes. No, one of them's like, fucking hell, you know, 
I'm so lucky to have met you. I shouldn't even be here. And she's like, why? She goes, well, I was, I was going to get on a plane and then uh, and I got off it and it blew up and then everyone who got off it died. And, and then with that bang, oh. you're like, oh my God, it's Final Destination 7. We didn't know. He, con- he contracts hepatitis and slowly dies. <laughs> yeah. De- yeah. Death's like, this will get you. Sepsis. <laughs> Play the long game. Mate, um, I'd watch that. Yeah, I agree. Wicked trailer came out. Yeah, not interested. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes come out. <laughs> yeah, not interested. I, I mean, I am. I'm always, I'm always ready for CGI apes. I'm always ready for. for no, as long as they're not big. I'm like. always, I'm always ready for like uh, watching really big famous actors mm. be an ape. <laughs> it's like Paul Giamatti was an orangutan. I don't, I don't hey? know. Christopher Walken was an orangutan. Jim I'm Roth was, but I believe that. I believe that, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, yeah, yeah. This Andy, is his wheelhouse. <laughs> Andy Serkis and Tim Roth, go over there. You're fine. I believe you. You know, that's that's absolutely all right. But, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for Danny DeVito. Just a, as just a, like a little little capuchin. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> or like Shia LaBeouf. Do you know, like, it's like a little spider monkey, but with Shia LaBeouf's face? No, he's just Shia. No, no, it's just Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> like, there's no CGI or anything. They just put... Just they flinging put shit. <laughs> I was going to say, they just fucking super glued him and threw feathers at him. Like, but it's supposed to be fair. He's like, shut up. <laughs> You're a chicken, dude. Yeah. They just filmed Shia LaBeouf in a cage, flinging shit at people. And like, yeah, he's in the new movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, he said he was doing an art project, but it fit. Um, <laughs> no, I, I like Shia LaBeouf. I think. I mean, obviously, he's he's gone through some troubling times, but I do. I I think. I think there's always something about the the wanting to wish people well, hmm. and, and certainly he's been through some challenging times, and certainly he's done some things that he's not proud of. But he certainly seems to be on the mend. Do <laughs> genuinely go say Transformers? Just do some things he's not proud. Transformers. No, I, I, I do hope. I do hope that he, he pulls through because uh, yeah, he's uh, and, and you know and everyone in those situations, you know. Right, James, choice. I've got a couple of choices for you. Well, it's, de- it's dead simple. This all all we're gonna do is I'm gonna give you two options. Yeah. But the consequence is the option you do not choose is eradicated from time forever. <sighs> No remakes, no reboots, no other mediums like, well, it still exists in the comic book world or it still exists in this mythology. Ooh. No, if, if it's gone, it's gone. Do I still remember it? But no one else, but everyone else has forgotten. No, I'm not going to give you that privilege. Oh. One, of them, one of them you do get to keep tonight. Oh, okay. Well, I but, good but other, than, other than that, no, it goes just, for everyone. So we won't know any difference. So it's James's choice. James's choice. First one, going to work the appetite. I'm going to keep wait, it wait. within superior realm. Okay. Wolverine hmm. or Daredevil? Oh, that's... <clears throat> now, I didn't want to go too big. I didn't, didn't want, want to go Iron Man or, or Captain America because I think everyone's got an opinion on those. Yeah. So everyone, everyone's got the, like, you know, the big six, I guess. Yeah. Or, you know, everyone's kind of got their, their favourites. But I think they're, you know, you've got Wolverine, you've got the Jackman, you've got Deadpool 3 coming out, you've got fond memories of, you know, they are the, they're the originals, you know. Yeah. If they're now canon, move over Tobey Maguire, you're no longer the first superhero we're going now to Hugh help. Jackman, uh, Patrick Stewart, and the others. So, but Daredevil, you got Charlie Cox. I was going to say the only redeeming factor is the Netflix Charlie Cox series, and it actually also gave birth to the Punisher that I love the most. Yeah, and, and we, yeah, and we get we've also got obviously uh, the, the best Kingpin from that universe oh, as well. Oh, I forgot about Vincent. Oh, yeah, well, you dirty you are. And and I don't know if you've seen the TV series Echo. 
I have not. Episode but, one is very good, but I have heard it's a return because I, I didn't watch the York, but apparently they did. They did Daredevil a bit dirty. They, they they did him dirty. So yeah, that's another reason why you might want to help us get rid of that, James. Unfortunately, I will be getting rid of it because I can't imagine a world without Wolverine. Wolverine. Really? I think Wolverine was one of my stars. You know, he. I've going back to the uh, the cartoons. He was. The, he looked like a pillock. He's mm. wearing white. He's wearing yellow and blue with his eyelids coming like you know those weird kind of like tick eye things he's yeah. got. And he still looked epic as shit. Didn't and remember he wasn't in the original Wolver- uh, X Men comics. Didn't I don't think he be, came mate. in until like you know. Didn't F- he? Yeah. No, he's, he's he's Canada's favorite superhero. I'm, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm much rather see Wolverine. Keep Wolverine. <clears throat> I'm sure Daredevil's got you know. No, he's had his time. He's gone. I think you probably. I think you probably have saved us from the Ben Affleck stuff. That's that's kind of where I was going. But I didn't want. I didn't want to kick him while he's down because Ben Affleck. I presume mm. he's always down. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up in the morning. It's Ben Affleck. He needs it. <laughs> There's an Echo episode. The first episode of Echo is um, Daredevil's in it, and it for a second, it's a very good crossover in in that. There's obviously there's there's Echo's storyline happening, and the first episode is very much like a showreel of like oh can you remember this character yeah uh, from uh, the Hawkeye series and can you remember these scenes and it kind of shows you a bit more shows you like a certain scene from a different angle and it kind of is a montage episode but in the middle of it you have Daredevil in it and the way he comes in to this to this scene you it's it's like hold on am I watching the Daredevil show yeah it's very. <laughs> It's very well done where it's like they've tonally got both shows perfect at this crossroads. Oh, that's cool. Where if they do the next Daredevil series, if there's a scene where he the camera follows him and he goes into that scenario, you'll be like, oh, there's the other side. It's very, very good how they cross over. That sounds awesome. And there's a, the fight scene goes on for a good few minutes. It's a long take one where you're like, oh, I missed this. This was just good. You know, and and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only a couple of episodes in, but uh, Echo's, I, I quite enjoy it. And obviously we've got Vincent D'Infario, so... Uh, keen for that but you're keeping Wolverine so maybe I won't get to see Echo no you won't because my law my word is law (coughs) this is tough this next one okay I'm ready Terminator 2 ooh maybe the best sequel Aliens you fucker ooh that's hard that is very hard Aliens is like no I think Aliens is genuinely one of the best cross change of genre ever mm. but then you could argue that Terminator it was also it goes from kind of horror to an action I do think that I mean I'm, I'm very co- my heart is leaning towards Terminator 2 because I loved that film I don't know how old you were when you saw it but I was mm. a teenager it was the right sort of action I even as a grown up I don't even mind the bit where he tries to smile I think it was the first time I saw an extended version as well. I saw even more each time I, I saw it. I loved more and more. There's weird cuts though, wasn't there? There was, yeah. the, there was the version where there was the extended director's cut where you saw like the bullets being taken out of his back in yes. one scene. And you also and saw Carl Reese come back randomly for like three minutes. Did, yeah. <laughs> and there was a scene where they had to take his chip out yes. to see if it was damaged and, and put she, it back in. She goes to, but she like cuts his head open yeah. and like goes to smash it. And and I always forget that wasn't in the original, was it? That no, was all that was the, the director's added. cut. Like, cause that was the 18. Cause they wanted to get it 15, didn't they? To, to, um, to, to obviously a bigger audience. But then, but then you see the smiling scene. You're like, oh, I can see why some of this stuff was maybe taken yeah. out and, and put back in. But then aliens, you got to stay away from her, you bitch. You got the epic fight scene. You know, she's in a world which doesn't exist. Mm. You know, the time's moved on. They're going back to L L three five one. You know, it's are oh, you, you? They're were, all dead. You got Newt, got the character. Newt. But then they were all done dirty in the third one. They all just wrote them off. Oh, I don't know. I you know what? I'm gonna stick with my heart. Terminator Two's got 
it's it's brilliant. It's one of my favourite action what, films. What if I'd said like Terminator One? Probably stay with Aliens. I did keep Aliens to get rid of Terminator, but then but then everything's gone. Would I lose Terminator Two? Because I I think Terminator One, it, Terminator is a weird paradox because I think Terminator One is the is the perfect sci-fi movie. Yes. I think it's the absolute perfect sci-fi movie where you know a, a killer cyborg has been spent, sent back in time to kill the mother of the future leader. resistance leader. It, yeah. it, on paper, <clears throat> that's a brilliant storyline, and I think it's well filmed. He's scary as fuck in that first movie. He is. It's dark. It's gritty. It's got that kind of Kurgan Highlander esque to it. You know, where it's like fucking hell. I wouldn't want that guy coming at me. He's always got that underappreciated scene as well, where like the landlord or the hotel owner knocks his door and goes, "There's something died in there." The idea is that his flesh is rotting because yeah. he's not a living organism. Yeah. Which you, which you, when you see it the first time, you always pass over. It's like he's literally rotting. There. Which was another, which was another deleted scene, wasn't it? Because that's the bit where you see all the different options, yeah, how he can respond, and, <laughs> and all that stuff. Come, yeah, and I. I think the first film is perfect, but but I love the second film more because it's it, it got the action bit. It's uh, I think it's do you know what I'm going to take it back to it. It's got two of the best sci-fi characters in the entire world. It's got Ellen Ripley and it's got I can't even remember Linda Linda Hamilton. I can't actually remember her name. Oh, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Without you take the Alien franchise, Ellen Ripley would still become Ellen Ripley if you got rid of the second film. She was still badass in the th- in the third one. She's even more badass. Mm. You know, in the fourth one, she's I think maybe God. Yeah. <laughs> But you need that second one. You need the tank top. You need her killing an innocent man. Mm. <laughs> you need her shooting at kids. <laughs> you need her in a mental home. Terminator 2, sticking with my guns. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's you... a hard one. I don't like that. I don't like what you've done to me just <laughs> that, that is a tough one, I think. I think, I think you've done the right thing, though. I mean, I'm, keep, I'm keeping with me Sarah Connor. God, I really want to watch Terminator. Problem is, I really want to watch Terminator with Esther. Mm. The first one isn't on anything. The second one's on now mm. TV. But the first one's... You'd never see Terminator, the first one, on anything. Great movie. Great film. I, 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 yeah. I, I've got, really got into sci-fi recently. I've got a question for you. What had the biggest drop-off? If bear in mind that actually the peak is the second film, Alien, Aliens is brilliant. Terminator One, Terminator Two is brilliant. After that, they fucking head first into a canyon. Which one's which one ends worse? Uh, I think I, I think it, I think it's Terminator because I think I think the world of Alien there's lots to explore, yeah. and even if Prometheus has got it right or wrong or, or, or you know the other kind of spin-offs, the, but the games and stuff. The, the world of aliens is scary. It's not a world I want to visit or be a part of. If I was on it's a true. ship and someone's like, I've just found this egg. I'd be like, no, like that's my worst <laughs> case scenario. Like I don't want to be near this fucking thing. It's just a mini egg. Yeah, whereas like, you know, there's something about all the alien films. It doesn't matter who's directed it or whatever. And even to some degree, the Predator crossovers, but they've got a feel to them that's nasty, it's dark, it's grimy. Yeah. The Terminators, that third one, that Jonathan Moscow one, I was I was 15, I think, when that came out, or 13 or something. I remember going to the cinema. Oh, yeah, because it was a 12, wasn't it? They dropped yeah. the rating right down. And that's what everyone was arguing about. And I remember being in the cinema just being like, what the fuck is this? Even at a young age, like, what? this isn't Terminator 2. And it's that opening chase sequence when he's in... And I remember it. He's in, like, you know, a massive truck, and it topples... And about 10 wheels fall off it. And I remember an interview with the director afterwards. He was like, yeah, no one picks up on that thing. I was like 12, I fucking saw it. And he bou- he like drives into a bouncy castle and he goes, boing. He's like, you- do you know what I mean? It's like sound effects and it just was silly. And it it just took any seriousness away from them first two films. I liked how it ended. I liked that. The- I- day is inevitable. Yeah. yeah. And that actually they trigger it. They go to Skynet and fucking turn it on because it's inevitable. And then he gets them to the safe house, which I thought... Oh, that's good. I didn't think it was going to end like that. Yeah. You know, Nick Stall's all right. <clears throat> Claire Danes is doing her best in it. 
Um, <laughs> she, she tried, bless her. <coughs> no, I actually, I actually agree with you. I, the, the world of aliens is futuristic. Mm. You know, the, the, even the idea of aliens versus predator is awesome. And you, like, I played the video games, and I'm yeah. not talking about the ones that came on PlayStation 3. I'm talking about the old school PC ones, and they were awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um, right, next one then is. And bear in mind, which I want you to pick, is gone forever. All of Michael Bay's films, Ooh. all of them, all of the, including The Rock, including The Rock. But then again, I do get rid of Transformers too, so it's a sacrifice <laughs> that I'm willing to make. And, and Pain Again, <laughs> or White Chicks. <clears throat> Ooh. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a slam dunker. Right, you're going to not agree with me. I'll always... And you will be the guy that, that <laughs> gives us Michael Bay if you choose White Chicks. The only reason I'm saying White Chicks might be understandable because we've got Terry Crews and Terry Crews is better than, than, than Michael Bay. He's, I, the scene where he sings Vanessa Carson's... It's iconic, We would mate. lose that meme. We would lose that meme. We'd lose that. And just think, how would you respond without that meme? Mm. Michael There's but, not very uh, many redeeming qualities of the movie White Chicks, I'll be honest. We... The rock, we 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 established that Michael Bay maybe wasn't that, but we'd lose out on Armageddon. We'd lose out on fun. Terry Crews would still exist. He just wouldn't exist in the film White Chicks. We'd lose the meme. Maybe you got to believe that Terry Crews's unbearable weight of talent would give us that meme in some other in organic else. way. Yeah, I, it's like in the film Gamer. <laughs> just halfway through, just just did that. I was forget about the film Gamer. He was in the game. I know, but you and I, like, I tried to explain that to Esther once. Like, it was like, oh, there's a, there's a, it was on something I really wanted to watch it because it's, it's, it's the epitome of a bad film that's kind of good. It's yeah. crap, isn't it? Is you've got Dexter dancing and singing at the end. Yeah. But, but I was trying That's to, what the film needed. <laughs> but I was trying to explain it. was like, no, a kid controls, um, Jared Butler, Jared Butler, who's a prisoner. Who's a prisoner and his wife is in a version of The Sims being controlled by a fat guy. And then she was just like, oh, so, he doesn't do anything. I went, no, no, no. And she went, so, so why, why, why are they used then? And I was like, it's a good shout. I'm not saying, I'm not saying game is without his, his flaws. I can tell you now though, hey, get rid of white cheeks. <laughs> get rid of white cheeks. All right, well, we've still got bad boys then. We've still got... We still got we, we, do you know what? I'm doing it for the, the fun, the lost. Armageddon, you've got to keep Armageddon because he was one of the yeah. best... Of, yeah, actually, you're right. I think you've you're right. Keep, White Cheeks is just one film. I think as well, we have to keep some of the Michael Bay movies just so we, so, so on a bad day, we remember how good we've got Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. We don't live in that world. Yeah, exactly. But Gamer, I think we need to come back to Gamer at some point because I think on one hand, it's a film ahead of its time. And at the other, on the other hand, I think it's another example of the studios being like, Call of Duty is really big at the moment and first person shooters, let's make a film about it, you know, and, and just getting it fucking wrong. Yeah. Um, but you mean right at the same time. But right at the same time, which is really weird because Jared Butler was hot, Maxi Hall was hot, Terry Crews is terrifying in that movie. He is terrifying. Conceptually, it? it's a great idea that villains are forced to play in a game. The future looks pretty cool. Like there's that kid in the pod and everyone's trying to get his hands on him because once he wins 100 games, he gets free, which again doesn't make any sense because he's not doing mm. anything. Oh, and it talks about lag and how lag could kill you. <laughs> Yes, it does. Yes, game is the greatest film of all I tell, time. I tell you what the game should be. It, sh- it shouldn't be like first person shooter. It should be a fighting game where someone's like, "Oh no, down I'm going to get punched in the face. I'm going to get punched in the face like fifty times." Like, yeah, that was Tetris. But that also, it's, can you imagine the bit where Joe Butler becomes self-aware and, and like breaks out of it? If he was like. Man, I'm in IT. Like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm in this because I uh, like, like fraud, like financial fraud. Yeah. And he's like, I, I don't know how to kill someone. Put me back in the game. <laughs> so we're going with Michael Bay's films. We somehow spoke more about game. 
Do we? Do you get rid of Godzilla? Don't do it. Or Optimus Prime. Oh, I feel like it was quite easy because I've only Godzilla's kind of a bitch. <laughs> like, but, like, but, oh. you, but you're getting rid of you, you know Godzilla's been done like fifty times in Japanese. I am getting rid of cinema. Japanese culture as well, aren't I? And, and cinema. Uh, Optimus. And can I can I admit something to you? Mm. Just just you and me. I don't really like Transformers like at any point. I didn't. I don't, Not even I, the animation. No, I don't get it. Like even as a kid, I didn't get it. It's like, oh, he's like the Megatron, right? He always loses, kind of pathetic. But it was, you know, he's a '90s cartoon. Mm. He's always going to lose. You know, Starscream. He turns himself. He turns himself into a tape recorder. How much use do you get out of that? It's not always that well thought out, is it? Yeah, and also I don't get like what happened when the technology evolved past the point of. Well, why is there a boombox? Like, here? What, <laughs> what's the point of him? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, did you find anything in the in the antique store? <laughs> no, 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 Megatron. Nothing's going on. So I never really liked Transformers. Do you know what? And this is gonna piss so many people off. Do you know what I like Transformers? The first Transformers movie was alright. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I didn't mind the first one. <laughs> I thought the first I one did, was alright because it was like it was, the first one. I still think was like a. A showreel for how good Blu-ray was. Yeah, that's what I mean, It was yeah. like one of the first Blu-rays I got, and I was like, "Fucking hell, that's crisp, isn't it?" Yeah, and that looks real. <laughs> Obviously, it's not. And but, then, but then the problem is in the second one, and I always suffer from geography combat when I don't, when I don't know where they are. It's like, yeah. I don't know if you. I, I keep Godzilla. I'll keep Godzilla. I would keep Godzilla I'm because Godzilla. you've also got to think of the future. How much more has Optimus Prime got in him? Godzilla's got especially lots we, of, especially when we go electronic vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> when we get rid of the <laughs> diesel engine. Right? He's done. Buddy cop films. I love a buddy cop film. Or the horror comedy. Ooh. So you're putting all like Lethal Weapon versus like Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Ooh. If I had, without any thought, I've always, I think one of the mediums that we've lost is a decent buddy cop movie. Whenever I think they, that. Whenever they come back as well, like mm. if you get the other guys, it's still quite funny. You can do a different spin on it. What I liked about the other guys is they're not the top buddy cop, but they're like the, like the B version buddy cop. You've got Samuel Jackson and The Rock as the buddy cops. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I was, really like that as a storytelling medium. Well, I was going to say that the original buddy cop was like, was, was they literally were cops. Yeah. But then obviously cops aren't tend to be the main driver of a film now. Mate, have you heard about the new Godzilla versus Kong? It's like a buddy cop, buddy cop movie. <laughs> but like, you know, like for Ragnarok was buddy cop in, the, you know, like Loki and four couldn't work together, but had yeah. to work together. So it's weird that, you know, mid almost early nineties, they stopped literally being cop movies, buddy cop movies, and now the term is used more for people in any profession that don't get along. That by the end of it, have to somehow figure out. I, I thought the other day, whatever happened to like the Freaky Fridays type of movies where two people, right? Even though there's only a couple of them in my head. There's like fucking 50 films yeah. that involved a mum and a daughter swapping hmm. and somehow they came together because they had to join a band. <laughs> like yeah. that seems to be the narrative in my head <laughs> of any body swap movies. Um, <clears throat> do you know what's really difficult? As I thought I was, I was dead set, like I can't imagine a world without body cop movies. You need them, you need the lethal weapons. It, it, arguments like even Dard 4 is kind of, there's a body cop element, you know, the yeah. analog man with the digital yeah. sidekick. And I was thinking, I, I'm getting rid of Shaun of the Dead. However, James Gunn's, my favourite James Gunn film is Slither. Mm. Weird, and that's, that's a horror that's comedy and that's fucking brilliant. And I don't think, the whole world's got to live with my decision. Hmm. But I will forget Slither existed. Yes, yeah, because it'll all be I'll eradicated. Go, I'll go buddy cop. Really? And, and that hurts because I, 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 I love Shaun of the Dead. And it's, the thing is with buddy cop is it works really well. You can do a lot with it. But at the same time, horror comedy opens the doors to so much more. Yeah. 
But I can't imagine Will without a buddy cop movie. I think buddy cop is so broad, isn't it? It's like it's like oh, the principal and the naughty student have to work together. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's the the bank robber and you know and and the and the policeman have to work together. And you know, a train's playing in automobiles. You know, it's the straight laced man versus the free spirit. That always works. That will always work because audiences will associate themselves with one or the other, and the narrative is that they find common ground. They don't ever kill each other at the end of the film. Sticking with it purely because I just realised without it, I wouldn't have the TV series Monk. <laughs> there you uh, go, there you but a comedy stays. But horror comedy, when it's right, is 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 brilliant, you know. But it's so dangerous because it can be so wrong. Yeah, you know? um, that was a difficult one as well. I, it's so far Aliens versus Terminator is the one that deep down I I, I don't know if I got it right, mate. This... Uh, I'll put this one to you: R two D two or the Starship Enterprise. Starship Enterprise, keep it. You gotta think though, RTD two, and I knew you was gonna to jump to it. So Can't let me just say this: RTD two is the MVP of the Star Wars universe. That's true, but without the Enterprise, what they go around and a Ford Focus. Exactly, you could recreate it, James. You could make it anything you want. You could make it pink. Are we talking about all versions of the Enterprise? Uh, I'm talking about the Starship Enterprise as we know it, as a noob would know it. That uh, look. What about Enterprise D? Here we go. That's from the Star Trek Next Generation, their one. Talk to me, what's different? Well, it, it's just a different aesthetic. It's more of an ambassador-style ship. It's not as combative. It's, it's gorgeous. It's got better buttons, more sounds. Like doo -doo -doo. So that would stay then, but the one that we know is Shatner's... Oh, I do like the Shatner one, though. The one that in the first movie we get a lap off because they're like, we need to fill this out for two hours and there's no real villain. <laughs> so, so we need to do a massive, like, look at this big ship. What I love about that, is that when you know when you watch something it goes on a little longer than anything mm. they've done this on purpose they've somehow trebled that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you think like to the point that you think maybe the reel is stuck yeah <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> and then just showing it because they've lost the next reel it's not that joke that goes off too long and then you get it you're like oh this is a joke so it's gone on too long and then you're like no no it's still going, no, it's still going. <laughs> like, maybe it's not a joke and then you go full circle with it my uh, more if you get to keep the other enterprises R2, oh. you know, figure about him as well. Little aesthetics, first movie. So it's just R2-D2, you still have Star Wars. Star Wars still exists, but so without you, his impact. So would you have, would, would it, you know the red one that explodes in episode oh, four? Oh yeah, all would the it, others. Would it, would it be that one? Yeah, R4. <laughs> R4. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's R, Dave. Would R4 be the hero? Yeah. No, he still explodes. But everything he was... So he, so he explodes and Luke Skywalker just goes, all right, and then yeah. leaves. Well, you got to think the first, it, right from New Hope, you know, maybe it wouldn't be a New Hope because he wouldn't, have the Death Star plans so we would have had to give him it to C-3PO and fucking hell we would have lost him straight away <laughs> so it would have changed the narrative of the whole universe I feel like if this is for the greater good and not just personal preference mm. well you wouldn't know though so no, if I got rid of you you wouldn't know yeah exactly you, and, and no one no so one would no one would watch Star Wars because it's about the story of a man in a black robot mask who blows up a planet and then it's over oh, yeah. <laughs> then the film's like goodbye it's dark isn't it <laughs> that's how stars are made <laughs> <laughs> I think it should have been called selfish choice isn't it <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Start with, keep keeping the Enterprise. I love that ship. Selfish choice. Yeah. <laughs> I know the greater good is to keep R2-D2, but you're not playing the game. <laughs> so. All right. Um, Can I just say quickly before you go, I watched Picard season three, mm. and you know I'm not a big fan of fan service at the best of times. But the I whole, heard this was very good. But the whole series builds up, spoilers, is that all of the current ships are broken 
It just so happens that Geordie LaForge, chief engineer of the Enterprise, has been rebuilding the Enterprise D, and it's and it's a ship that they used to fight the Borg in the final episode. And I know deep down it doesn't make any sense, but it was the greatest fucking hour <laughs> I spent watching the TV series. It was brilliant, and it was one of those things where it's uh, forget the story of how we got here, just enjoy where we are. Enjoy the ride, uh, and it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, just, I, just randomly you, the ship, and it was it was the original set and everything. I was loving it. Yeah, you gotta have them moments, and yeah, um, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, I'd love that film, but I do think it's overrated. It's always number one. So you can keep that, can but keep the cost them. would be all of the other Stephen King movies. Or you can keep all of the Stephen King movies, but not Shawshank Redemption. Can so I just keep the, TV movies? Can I keep Tim Curry as Pennywise? Uh, no, no, everything, 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 every TV adaptation, every film adaptation, every TV series, everything I've, else. I've got one for you then, because I know that you read mm. a lot of Stephen King. Uh, you can have the Shawshank Redemption or you have the Dark Tower. I was going to say, because <laughs> that's what I mean. I've got a thing, you know, yes, I would lose it and I would lose, uh, you, you know, films like Dreamcatcher, which we're obviously very fond of, but we'd lose Misery. We'd lose, we'd lose Thinner. I love Thinner. Thinner. I think Thinner's like well underrated. Yeah, well Carrie. Yeah. I'm talking about the original. Um, but we but we would benefit from losing uh, Dark Tower. I just think oh, there is something quite magical about Morgan Freeman and his velvet tones as the, the red-haired Irishman. Oh, not Dreamcatcher, though. Because <laughs> never forget he was in it. I, I did forget. Um, I still don't kind of Green believe Mile? it. Green Mile? Oh, oh, the Green Mile. What about Stephen King's work influences? Because he's influenced a lot. They can stay. Because he's, he's, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I did say at the beginning it would it would remove all of the mediums of that art form. So that would mean the books as well. If, if that's the case, then they're hundred percent because all these books that we're talking about yeah. are much better than the films, obviously. Um, but actually, yeah, in this one, let's just say TV. I'm, uh, I'm just film. Sorry. I feel like. Do you know what? It's not selfish. I, I think keep these other work because it inspired more. So I love the Shawshank Redemption, but it's always number one on best films. I don't think it is the number one film. It, it give it'll give opportunities to like Dark Tower and the sequel that for some reason they never made. I don't know why that. <laughs> why did they not make Dark well, it's Tower? Because they wrapped up seven books in in, in a mess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually don't believe Idris Elba as an actor based on film. Like, everyone has a go at a kid who is crap, but Idris Elba's not not much better. I'm just saying. Well, you just got to remember, Idris Elba was in Cats, and <laughs> Cats, Cats came out in December, and then there's a, a a worldwide plague in in March. Coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know, one of my favourite things is how irritated you got during 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 COVID. Do you remember when he said Idris Elba came out and he, and he was like, "I think it's quite good." You know, yeah. you know, we should do this every couple of months. We should just stay at home and stay inside. And it's like Idris, you've got a fucking built-in spa, dickhead. <laughs> you got like a boxing ring in your basement. You don't like, have an actual job. Yeah, you've got three kids in a fucking in a high-rise apartment in a in a council estate with an asbestos roof, Idris. <laughs> <laughs> Idris was happy because people weren't talking about cats. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think just purely actually thinking about it, with the, it, that would mean losing The Shining. And oh yeah, for fo- what Shining, yeah. Fan, uh, Kubrick fans say I like The Shining movie. So um, yeah, sorry, Shawshank. Uh, more options with this one. Oh, okay, you have to get rid of one Tarantino movie. Oh, I can get rid of one. And why is it Jackie Brown? <laughs> because it's most forgettable. <laughs> Because you wasted Robert uh, Robert De Niro in it. You had Robert De Niro, man. You you wasted it. But then again, I'm gonna tell you, I don't really like Kill Bill. I Which part? Even, I haven't even seen the second one. You know, I, I didn't even like Kill Bill Part One. I so much. I was like, why would I want to see a second one? I, I think one of the most underrated is, is the hateful. 
Hateful Eight. Hateful uh, I quite yeah. like that. I thought that was pretty good. I think, the, yeah, I mean, the thing with any Tarantino movie is you, you, always, you always risk getting into one or two camps. The Tarantino bro camp. Yeah. Or... Or, it, like the, or the film creator camp where it's like Jackie Brown's the best it's yeah, not it's not, <laughs> it's not. Um, I th- you know I think Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs uh, for me are the two which is the obvious two but I think if I had to if, if it was the other way around if I could only keep one that that's an interesting conversation where I probably I'd have to go fuck I don't know I Pulp Fiction I think Pulp Fiction is just a great kind of I think it has to film. be Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction. It? yeah I think Kill, Kill Bill Part 1 and 2 I think Ironically, if you made them one movie, and, I'm, and I don't mean four hours long, I mean you cut parts yeah. of one and two, and you make. Then I think there's a good film in there. I, I liked that he he took a chance because he's a he's a studio. He was a student of film, wasn't he? He mm. loves film, and then what I don't like about Kill Bill is different genres. Like I'm sure there's an animated section. It just threw me out of the film. I was not interested, and I saw it quite quite young, so maybe it didn't gel with me. It, 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 for mm. me, I just I'm not really bothered. I know what happens in the second one. She kills Bill. <laughs> so yeah. I know what happens. I'm fine. Second, first one's kill Bill. Second one's kill Bill. Question mark. <laughs> like I don't know how this ends. Um, Django and Change. You know, he's got obvious. You got yeah. obviously Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, actually, oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna stay with Jackie Brown because it's Jackie Brown, mate. I probably would get rid of Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Brown. Also, just piss people off. Also, to see you know what like you know like film Twitter then picks as the. The, the one that you like. Mm. So I was obviously, you know, I can't think of him because they're all pretty good except for Jackie Brown. <laughs> so. You get rid of, now he makes a return in this question. All of Michael Bay's work <laughs> in anticipation that you haven't got rid of it by now. Okay. All of Michael Bay's movies or all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies. Oh. You get to delete a filmography. <laughs> I kind of want to... Right, I'm just going to tell you how I think here because you've heard the Michael Bay argument. Mm. I kind of want to get rid of Shyamalan's work because I hate the argument that he's really good. Look at the Sixth Sense. And then ignore the rest of his filmography because I'm sick of apologists going, no, he's really good. Did you not see the Sixth Sense? Yeah, I saw that one film that mm. was any good. Oh, The, the Village. Yeah, the, yeah, The Village is okay. Okay, so let, let's put it this way then. They've both done at least a good movie. That's true. Would you rather keep the guy that is at least oh. churning out original material and trying to do something different or do you get rid of the person that's bringing out the same shit all the time? Just a different way of giving you that shit. How, uh, I'll ask you this question. How bad is The Happening? <laughs> I mean, it's bad, isn't it? I think The Happening is as bad as Michael Bay's, like the worst well, if Michael we were, Yeah, if we were playing like Top Trumps you <laughs> know, and, you, and you whipped out The Happening, I mean, I'd have to probably rip out Pain and Game, wouldn't I? I can't think Pain and Games alright. Okay, I hate that movie. The Last Airbender. Yeah, I know. That's I think when we get to that point, that's your top trump, isn't it? Oh I they, think they are they are different, but they are still quite bad. At least there's like a one in eight chance that Michael Baseball will be watchable. <laughs> I don't know if it is it, is it? Because I mean it's watchable, but it's loud. <laughs> oh actually that's a good point. But then again, he ruined Rufus Sewell, who I genuinely thought was... I really like Rufus. And then, and then the, I saw Old. But then gave us <laughs> Dave Batista as the gentle giant slash killer. I actually thought that film was all right. I didn't mind that, yeah. <sighs> so, and, and, you know, it, it, Unbreakable's a good movie. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here saying it's the greatest movie of all time, but in the 2000s, James, <laughs> slim pickings. <laughs> I'll take it. I don't know. This was... This Split? Was, I didn't mind Split. <clears throat> yeah, but I liked The Rock. Oh yeah, I mean the rock is the rock is his trump card, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't come down to which I like more. It comes down to who do I hate the most. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's I suppose it's. Whereas you got the rock and you got signs, you've got Armageddon, 
I don't think there's an M. Night Shyamalan that matches Armageddon. The, the problem is you just said Signs like it was a good thing and I hate oh, Signs. Do you know what? Do you know what? I hate? <laughs> so, oh, sorry. No, I, I, was, I was about to go, you, you know, you got after Earth, didn't you? So I suppose you've got to get rid of that. <laughs> it's got to go. Just my favourite thing about Signs is when it comes up and you always go, do you know how hard it is to eat a full meal whilst crying? Because yeah. that's why you love Mark Gibson in that film so much. <laughs> Nothing to do with the balls that film is. No, I, li- I like the film. I like I like the film Signs because it takes two, it takes two of my favourite uh, like times in cinema, that Close mm. Encounters time. Yeah. And that House in the Haunted Hill, um, um, House of the Dead time, you know, the kind of early zo- vampire um, zombie movies where predominantly the film takes place in a farmhouse with that supernatural sci-fi element to it. And it's, it's You don't get those films. No, sorry. I'm getting rid of M. Night Shyamalan. And I was just thinking, there's two main reasons. One is the film signs when... <laughs> <laughs> swing away like that's the sign they're not aliens will invade yeah. <laughs> get near water which <laughs> like, signs like... it's plural it's plural it's all the signs James you should have been looking at all the signs um, and then it's the do you remember you know what trailers is, is they get the best bits of the mm. film and they, they try and say it After Earth was Jaden Smith going I fell down but I think I'm alright <laughs> that was in the trailer <laughs> so fuck that you that has to go it so has to gone. go yeah alright Michael Bay survives again this this is open to a lot of gamble. Oh, okay. Because you have to get rid of one of these. Half of Stallone's films, <gasps> but you don't know what half. Or half of Schwarzenegger's, but you don't know what half. So whichever you choose, you also don't know what you're going to get in that So I could lose bag. Copland. You could. I could lose Rocky. You could use the Rocky, yeah. I could lose Rocky, but keep Rocky 4. <laughs> but you could get rid of Stop on My Mum Will Shoot, Oscar... <gasps> Over the top, and Rambo Five or whatever that last one was. <laughs> he was just called Rambo. I think they gave in. And Spy Kids and all that stuff, but keep the quality. So, so I could get rid of his top best work. <laughs> and the same with Schwarzenegger. You know, you might, you could risk losing Terminator, Predator. I feel like if he's random as well, I'd, I'd miss out on those '90s where he was just like, like, like those films like True Lies and like The Terminator, where he's just banging out great films for like ten years, where he was, he, he couldn't do anything wrong, and then Baron and Robin. <laughs> yeah, Jingle All the Way. I know what you're saying there, James. But then look at Cliff, you know Cliffhanger that we talked about, Demolition Man, all those 90s. We are going to do Cliffhanger, aren't we? We are doing right, Cliffhanger at some point, especially with the sequel coming out. So who would you rather... <gasps> so I suppose the question is, who's, cre- whose career can you just not risk any of them? I, do, I, do, I love Stallone. I think Stallone's one of the one of the best and most underrated, but his filmography, you could afford to lose some of them. It's like, <laughs> like Arnold's... Arnold's what was different as well. He's a different type of actor. We moved away from the thespian to literal... We got, oh, sorry if you can hear rattling, we got Mr. Olympian in and he could act, kind of. <laughs> he got better. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if the acting was like you needed someone who's like five times bigger than the average human being, he was your man. Take your franchises, it is well, logically. Stallone, Rambo and Rocky. The Terminator, Conan, Jingle All The Way. Eraser. Ira- yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> That's, I that's mean, you mentioned Julius Maggie. That was a good. good well, film. that's what I was going to say. And then you go for his like less you've known got, work. You've got Copland, and you've got versus Maggie. Or I like the film Collateral Damage because it I've, makes I've no just sense. Just about to say, <laughs> well, it does until he goes. She was Collateral Damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about the film Erasure, Eraser, whatever. Oh my God, you dirty twins. Junior. I hate Junior. Maybe that's a good shout actually. In the hopes that I get. I what would be really bad is if you picked that and that's the one that survived. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Stallone. I love you. 
Oh, I can't can't risk Copland. I can't risk a Copland. <laughs> and Rocky. I, I mean, can't take the water, take Rocky out of the way. I Seriously, mean, if you were, if you were raised Rocky mm. and then you kept like his films, you'd be like, how does this guy get work? <laughs> like legitimately. <laughs> like, he's crap. I suppose the risk is do you lose Rocky or do you lose um the Terminator, isn't it? I, I, that's where you that's where we're at. I I keep Schwarzenegger. I just think he did more probably. I, I, I feel bad inside. I don't feel very well. I don't. Well, that's not a selfish choice. I've gone the other way. I think the world would appreciate it more. You could have Conan all the way through to, I don't know, The Expendables. Well, I assume that if Stallone is phased out, Kelsey Grammer is the main character. <laughs> so there you go. I'm giving the world Kelsey Grammer. Um, Do you, you agree can, with that out of, out of curiosity? Uh, I think that's the hardest one because you don't know what it is. If I gave you five films of each, yeah, it would be yeah. easy. But... I think the risk of losing the, the Predator and the Terminator. I thought, Predator, I completely forgot. Yeah, yeah I think the sure. risk of losing them two versus, you know, the Rocky, which I love, uh, and and Rambo, the first Rambo movie. Yeah, I, th- I think the risk is on. There's too many Schwarzenegger films we can't lose. Yeah. And there's a few too many Stallone ones that you could gamble might be in the call. <sighs> yeah. Um, remake, you, you can remake... To perfection, yeah. One Star Wars movie, yeah, or two MCU movies. What do you pick? <sighs> Sounds like it's going to be the ninth Star Wars movie. So you would have to, you'll be responsible for ending it properly. <laughs> How? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> or you could, or you could, or you could remake the first one with Phantom Menace. You know, you could. I might. No, because do you know what? Do you know what I don't like you? And you'd be a dick. Mm. It's because I don't like your arguments. Your argument, you'd say them on this podcast and you listen to him. And then I'll drive to Sheffield and I'll speak to Esther. And then I'll percolate in my ear. And I'll yeah. just and I'll just sit there and then I'll go, Aaron Aston. That's why I am. I'm like a cancer. <laughs> you are you <laughs> And you've got me thinking that maybe the prequel series wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And then I, I think if you take the prequel series in the context of now seeing Ahsoka and seeing Clone Wars the, the, there is a so- and, and playing Battlefront 2 and games like that where you know you go to Naboo and places there's something very much that I love about the prequel trilogy now they're not great that second one is absolute dog shy yeah but I do like Phantom Menace and I do like elements of Revenge of the Sith I like elements of Revenge of the Sith but I think it's like they, they run out of ideas of just like lightsaber battle yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's lightsaber battle something like every 25 minutes yeah. just to keep you engaged do you want mate <clears throat> Or two MCU movies, so you could pick two. But that's the ones I was trying to think of. <clears throat> I was thinking I might do the Hulk properly. To get rid of uh, Edward. Get rid Edward of Edward Norton's. But then again, it won't actually. That, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. But then again, I would do Iron Man three. Fucking Shane Black. It's mm. twice he's done dirty this week. But then again, it'd be Star. I think I'd go Star Wars because I think I'd go Star Wars. I'd go Star Wars and I do Episode seven. <clears throat> And I'd start my own trilogy and they'd have to follow. Because I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd set it up very distinctly. Now, I love how you say that. I'll start a trilogy that they have to follow. Ryan Johnson didn't. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. You know, the, the idea of getting your hands on Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I, I do think it's diminished. I think it's overproduced. I think it's everywhere with a chance. Like, if someone told me, like, oh, you're going to direct the next Batman film, but the, the next Batman's going to be fucking, I don't know, Jonah Hill or mm. you know, no, someone crap I actually quite like Adam Sandler and it's like this is the cast I'd still jump for the chance I get to do Batman yeah. you get to do Star Wars of course you're Star, uh, Star Wars yeah I think I'd pick that because I, I think more because I don't know which two MCU I'd want to wreck and I, and I maybe don't I know, which know phase they'd be it would be phase two definitely <laughs> but I also don't know enough about the source material to be able to do it justice do you know what I mean Like I mean, but yeah. in the MCU I, 
if you were to say also Punisher, you know, like the Tom Jane movie outside of the, the direct MCU, I guess the other movies, you know, Fantastic Four and Daredevils and stuff like that. Ghost Rider. There's a there's a there's a good Ghost Rider film we haven't seen. Yeah. Um it's your fault for not watching it. It's called Ghost Rider Ghost of Vengeance. Is it Ghost of Vengeance? <laughs> exactly, James. <laughs> exactly. So um, forgettable. Last two. <clears throat> One of these actors wins an Oscar in the next year. Yeah. And what happens to the other one? Oh, they disappear. Yeah, they I, don't I, win an Oscar. I remember. <laughs> so you no, so you get you get to be responsible for the for casting vote. Okay. The Rock wins an Oscar. Okay, I, I can tell you now, it's probably going to be the next person. Or Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, can you imagine Hulk Hogan? Uh, do, do I get to pick the film that he's done it? Exactly. It's a he's, retrospective award for, he's, for he's, Lifetime Achievement. He's remade Die Art, but it's with Hulk no, Hogan. No, no, I mean, it's based oh. on the films they've already done. Right, I need to remember Hulk Hogan film. Exactly. Mr. Nanny. <laughs> Mr. Nanny. Well, what's the what? No, it's Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan standing up there, getting the golden idol, putting it down, leg drop. Doesn't speak, mate. That's his acceptance speech. The Rock no, will never get anything from me. Thank you, bro. <laughs> and sisters. What's gonna do? Hulk Hogan. Don't even have to think about it. Move on. Hulk Hogan. I just want to throw in. Yeah. The Rock did do Skyscraper. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. Last ne- one. Never forget that he just sold out. I f- do you know the film Rampage? Mm. Completely forgot I saw that film. Like it was on the other day. The watching it. I was like, I've seen this. I always go back to, I, I at least once a month. I go, what's the film that starts with a giant rat in space? And I Rampage. and it's Rampage. And I go through the houses like, I can't remember that in that Jake Gyllenhaal movie. <laughs> Like, like, it wasn't Adastra. Yeah, and it I'm like, wasn't did, did you start with giant rat? Is that how that all started? And I'm like, what fucking film started with that rat? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it was Rampage, wasn't it? How did I forget? <laughs> Never forget. Um, this Mist. next one, this is this next one. I think it's pretty good. So you, this is magic now. It's magic. Okay, now it's magic. It's now it's magic. So as your final one, based on your decision. Willy Wonka <gasps> is a biopic and it's actually real that that whole thing exists. Yes. It's a it's a autobiographical piece. It's, it's the story of a man who endangered four children. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's no longer a children's story. But though, Bumper Lumpers, Chocolate Rivers. So he's a slave owner. <laughs> you know, like, chance to win golden ticket. Right. All that stuff happens, right? Right. That is real and it happened... Everyone's like, fucking hell, can you remember that guy, Willy Wonka? Yeah. Or, one night, God comes to visit you, yeah. and he says, James, Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ <laughs> is legit accurate. All that shit happened. Yeah. But no one will ever believe you. <laughs> Which one do you think? <laughs> I think that'd be worse, knowing knowing that it was true. Knowing that there's a God. <laughs> knowing that there's a God and that you have... He's somehow proven it beyond existence, yeah. and in my head, I'm like, the only other, no, hold on, the only other person knows is Mel Gibson. <laughs> and you're like, Mel, Mel, God, we've got a team together. Like, like, I tweet him, like, Mel, I know it's real, and he'd be like, you don't believe it. <laughs> or Willy Wonka is true. I feel like Willy Wonka wouldn't be like the childhood story it is now. It'd be like, be oh like, yeah, be like, be like, oh, you endangered children. He's probably been sued and cancelled by now. <laughs> I feel like he's got to be that one. I mean, just, you know, just, Augustus Klump's mum's a carrot. Just, just, just because your dad would be like, don't make chocolate like they used to. <laughs> yeah. Slave labour. Yeah. Honestly, I found this coin. I got a cho- I sold it on eBay. 
I, I don't think I could be able to handle knowing the truth and no one else knowing the truth. I don't know. I think your shoulders can take it. <laughs> I'm, I'd, I'd like to see the remainder of your life. Does he tease me? Does he like say, do I occasionally get text message from God going, you know uh-huh. the truth? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Every now and again, you go past the church and a priest just goes, it just winks at you. <laughs> Here's the thing. Do I need to have seen The Passion of Christ? <laughs> you mean you haven't seen Passion of Christ? I've seen most of it. He gets beaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, gets, he gets it. I still say the best thing I've ever done. I went to cinema to watch because I was 17. But the rule in the UK is if you go with an 18-year-old, you can watch it. Mm. So I went with my dad. My dad went with us. Went and watched it <laughs> on the way out. So our Odeon cinema has an escalator that pretty much everyone leaving is, is on the escalator going yes. down. And my dad in the middle of it just goes, it was all right, but it was a bit predictable, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, if I knew though and I knew it was real I'd know how to get to heaven yeah I think Esther trusts most of what I say I could show her how to get into heaven I don't feel I love Willy Wonka but I don't think he'd survive 21st century like he would oh, he be wouldn't. torn down there's no chance no chance but also you also oh and I'm, just for reference it's the Gene Wilder Willy oh, Wonka oh god yeah because yeah. um, he's the only one yeah exactly um the other thing about the, the the knowing that that's real thing is for the rest of your life you'll be at the pub and people will be like oh here he is like, he thinks, yeah he thinks that's real you know like it would follow you it would haunt you but you would have the satisfaction of being like fucking hell I know I know that that book is real fuck it Willy Wonka <laughs> fuck it Willy Wonka definitive proof of Def- an afterlife in religion yeah, get but you fuck. go Willy Wonka yeah go Willy Wonka chocolates chocolate <laughs> mate I'd have if it was real you and myself and your daughter would have everlasting gobstoppers true true you go. I did that for you but I could also be a giant blueberry there could be loads of kids right now the, blueberries then, then I'm going to tell you now follow the fucking rules giant <laughs> geese James the, giant geese <laughs> I'm just telling you now follow the rules because he makes it quite clear don't do that they do it so it's on them okay them kids died. <laughs> it was their own fault. What I love about that is in the book, you quite clearly see that they're, they're fine. As he's yeah, flying yeah. over in the glass. In the films, it's like, no, fuck him. No, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. No, he's dead. That's, that's, the German kid's dead. I squeezed him. That, that's, that, that's, why, that's why the big criticism about the Timothy Chalamet one is. It's like this, the, the, it's not the origin story of a person that has absolute no disregard for children's <laughs> safety. Like That's the film we were, thought we were going to see. My favourite thing is, though, my favourite thing is, you know that chocolate room, the, the tasting room, everything, it easily fixed rails. Yeah. Just, just some rails, well, mate. Make them edible. The other, the other <laughs> so, thing, I mean, we, we have done a Willy Wonka episode, and I do highly suggest you go back and listen to it because it's one of my favourites. But in the new one, there's a scene where Timothy Chalamet flicks a coin and it goes down a drain. And it's the drain that then Charlie Bucket finds the coin in Ooh. years later to go buy a chocolate bar that gets him to the thing. How many years ago? Well, so here's the thing. So the original one, the original movie was set, it was filmed in Europe, but you never get a sense of where it is yeah. because the different cars and stuff like that. Um, th- that's concrete proof. It's not England because that money would have gone <laughs> yeah, that gone. day. Yeah. <laughs> like, the kid would have been stabbed. <laughs> so. um, yeah, it's definitely not been in there like 50 years or whatever it's going to be. So, um, just to recap, James has chosen Wolverine, Terminator 2, Michael Bay twice, Godzilla, Buddy Cop films, the Starship Enterprise, all of Stephen King's films, not Jackie Brown, Michael Bay again, half of Sylvester Sloan movies have been eradicated. He's going to remake Star Wars, Willy Wonka is real, and Hulk Hogan's getting an Oscar. That sounds perfect. And you got this episode for free, ladies and gentlemen. That's our episode for this week. If you don't, see you later. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Goodbye.